on the race. On the race. On the race. On the race. episode and this episode we will be talking about fundraising yeah let's go no it sucks <laughs> actually it's fun it's not that bad yeah uh, not that bad i guess it's hard to say from the standpoint of not being fully funded yeah. it's pretty difficult how much um how much did we have to fundraise i think we should step back a little bit and introduce our guests for this episode oh. we do have a special guest one of our close friends, Lyle. What's up, everyone? A.K.A. Mel Gibson. What's up? <laughs> he is from the 1111 squad that is here with us in Johannesburg. Represent. <laughs> Lyle, tell us a little bit about yourself. Man, thanks for asking, Drew. I appreciate you all having me on here tonight. I've heard some really good stuff about this podcast. I heard the people back home are really enjoying it. Y'all are getting mad love back in the States. Yeah, we are. I know I'm going to keep listening when I get back home. You're on be, month 11, right? Yeah, month 11, I'll be back. In the States, about 10 days, be back on home soil. But a little bit about me. I just graduated from the University of Mississippi. I'm 24 years old. Uh, I enjoy uh, reading the Word of God, hiking, being outside. Um, and I'm really looking forward to going back home and eating my mom's casseroles. Let's yes. go. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're a preacher, so got a few months away from that one. Yeah, super excited to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's been awesome. So I guess starting with you, Lyle. Um, you've been through fundraising completely. Yeah. Um, what, what did that look like for you? Was it, a, how much did you guys Loved have to it. fundraise? Loved fundraising. Uh, we had to fundraise $18,200. Mm-hmm. My fundraising was $500 short cause I applied early. Nice. So be sure if you're wanting to go on the race, apply early mm-hmm. discount. Nice. So what was that, um, first, you know, when you sign up for the race, you have to put down a deposit, right? Yeah. 150 bucks. 150 bucks. What was the next step after that deposit? Um, the next step, I went on the Rice website and just kind of took some notes about fundraising. They have some really good tools and instructions about how to just get started, how to get your feet wet. And um, the next step for me uh, was just kind of wanting to know about fundraising, their heart behind it, and learn as much as I can. Did you have? Did you know anybody that did the race prior to you? Uh, I did. There was a guy who. Um, told me about it. his name's jack phillips um he went on gap year uh 2016 and 17 so he was the one that introduced the idea to me so did you get like fundraising tips from him was that like more helpful than the world race website or was it equally I or i actually don't think he gave me any advice <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> yeah he told me that he really enjoyed the race and he got to kill a goat with his bare hands so Frick, yeah did so you I get was. to kill a goat with your bare hands yeah, I actually did. I got to skin and kill one. No. Sign up for the race. Oh Sign up for the race right there. It's worth all $18,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So jumping into that, what were some of our um, best and worst fundraising things that we did? For I, I think one of the coolest stories that I've heard was Mason's 30-mile run. Ooh, yeah, dude, Mason, tell cool. us about that. That was sick. Okay, so okay, I'll, I'll start with the worst one actually it'll get to that it's it actually helped come up with the idea so i put an initial investment of something like fifteen hundred dollars maybe maybe even more honestly into a bunch of hats Mm. 
Um, and the I yellow s- ones. Yeah, I sold about sick. twenty. <laughs> <laughs> At how much? Uh, they were all like twenty bucks a piece, mm. and yeah, I lost a lot of money. <laughs> I still have a bunch of those hats if you want one. Um, anyway, to counter that, I was like, I need to meet the deadline for training camp, so I did a bunch of garage sales. Which is what deadline for training camp? Let's is... back up. Let's back up a little bit again. Um, gap you year. Just say what the deadline, the deadline is. Well, they don't even know how much we 000. need to raise. Yeah, gap year raises sixteen thousand six hundred dollars, and it varies. Yeah, it varies each year. Anyway, the deadline for training camp was five thousand dollars, and I had to reach this prior to going to training camp. And you know, I'd been trying to fundraise for months, but because of that, I had lost so much money, and I was like, "What do I do?" My parents were just gonna pay for it, so I had to figure out something. So I was like, "I'm gonna run a marathon." Like that, mm. I've always wanted to do that. Um, but I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Anyway, I trained for about two weeks. Um, the first day I ran like three miles. The second day I ran like six. Waited like a week, ran 11. And then I waited like a week. And then I woke up at 5 a.m., um, went to the Trinity River, which is in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm. Ran 30 miles in five hours <laughs> and then went to work. <laughs> And the whole world watched as Mason post mile updates on his Instagram stories, and people loved it. Yeah, it was like if you're sick. a runner, I would highly encourage this. It, it was so effective. Literally, I didn't even give people a heads up. I was just posting on Instagram prior to this, like the training or whatever, and people were like, "Oh, I'll pledge five bucks a mile. I'll pledge two bucks a mile." Wow. Um, and some people were like fifty cents a mile or whatever. And you get, what, 50 people to do this, and you've got a couple thousand dollars. That's it's incredible. crazy. And seriously, if you can just hype this up for a couple of months, like I did it for two weeks, and I barely did anything. And I made $1,000, a little over $1,000. Mm. If you can, like, really hype it up, and you've got some support, it will, it will, oh my gosh, it'll blow yeah. you away. Um, so that was my most effective compared to my least effective. It ended up helping out. I got some graduation money too, and I ended up being able to yeah. go to training camp and stuff, so it worked cool. out. But that was definitely the most effective for me. Um, what about you guys? I'd love to hear it. So I'm just going to knock down the very generic but also good fundraising um, ideas that the World Race and people gave me. T shirts were pretty effective for me. Um, I've heard of people on our squad doing like photo shoots if you're like inclined that way. Um, speaking in churches, I think we should go a little deeper on that because that's where a big chunk of mine was. Yeah, right. well, I could preach on that one. Go for it, Will. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just going to talk after you if you want me to hit this one. Yeah. So my fundraising thing, so mine might look a little similar to a select few of people. I, As I said in the previous podcast, I signed up literally like, Oh, two weeks before the actual training camp. So I was in a push, a stretch for money. And something that I've realized is that um, if you're in that stretch of money, I think doing things like the, uh, what is that 100 box thing? Oh, Adopt-a-Box. Adopt-a-Box. That I was think, sick. I think all those things are great. But if you're in like a stretch for money, I think the best thing you can do is like relational, like face-to-face conversation with yeah. people, like showing your emotion and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think for every, like, or most everybody else, like, that, like, adopt a box and stuff is, like, helping you build. And I think for me, like, I was just, like, 
I literally need to raise five thousand dollars in two weeks. Like, what can I do? And so for me, I went to like a few different churches, and I literally like I like asked the preacher ahead of time, and I was like, "Hey, is, I'm doing this missions trip. Is there a chance that I can like come to the church and speak?" And most churches were very like accepting of it. If you're feeling some like delay or hesitation and asking, I wouldn't be. I mean, most churches all have the same goal in mind and helping somebody out that was wanting to do a trip like this is pretty big. So I got to speak for like, some it was like five minutes, some it was like 10, maybe 15. And I was just like really like digging deep into like how if they're giving to this missions trip that like I'm not just coming to this place by myself. Like I'm, the church is coming with me through all their donations. So I think for me, if like you're signed up late and you're also, if you're questioning if you can do it, I literally signed up two weeks before training camp. So $16,000 is not impossible. It happened. But I think just hitting home relationally with people and just really connecting with them is, it'll help you a lot. Yeah. Can I talk about that too? Yeah. Go for it. So, yeah, I think it's been really cool to see the Lord show up um, in really cool ways in fundraising. Um, the book of Psalms talks about how everything in the earth belongs to the Lord and that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and all we need is one. And $18,000 or $16,000 is not much to God. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the, the really. God of the entire universe of everything. And um, and that he wants to give his children and provide for us as his children. And so uh, when we take that approach um, of wanting to relate that to people, I think it becomes really easy to just talk to people and say, hey, like, I, we get to be a blessing to other people because God gets to bless them through mm-hmm. their giving. And so we get to be that person that gives that person an opportunity to give. Yeah. The book of Isaiah talks about that. Um, Blessed are the feet of those who bring good news. And yeah. we, we get to be a blessing to people that want to give and be invited into the kingdom because some are sent, some send their money, but both parts of the body are so equal and that we are a product of, of people literally investing mm-hmm. into our lives and being able for us to be here. So mm-hmm. it's a really cool perspective to have. I read a book called The Spirituality of Fundraising. It's about 100 pages, and it really changed my view of how God views money and us as missionaries being here. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. I think the relational part is huge because you can go be for people who aren't even believers and asking for money. People mm-hmm. are pretty like surprisingly willing to give and when you sit before someone or like a business and you pour out your heart and your love for the lord and serving Mm -hmm. it gives that open window just to share how jesus has moved in your life and how you want him to continue to move through you and they're like like surprisingly just on board for it and they don't even have a faith of their own Mm -hmm. and it's just beautiful that you get to share like just a glimpse of your testimony of how the lord's really worked in your heart and that's that's even better than money coming your way sometimes branch out of who you talk to drew hit it on the head they don't have to be christian for them to also support you and that Mm. can be a way that you minister to somebody yeah through explaining what you're doing and i've had a few people that donated to me that like i know like didn't have a relationship with god so you can just branch out with Mm -hmm. who you're like asking for money yeah but for sure i guess one thing that I really wanted to know, because I heard a lot of talk about fundraising and I heard a lot of 
almost kind of what you were talking about, like the spirituality of fundraising and like all of the stuff that went along with it. And I thought that was super helpful for getting like a healthy frame of mind on like how to ask because I had trouble asking. Um, but something I never really received from anybody, like I just ex- kind of expected it to go well, was just the boots on the ground. What do you do? Like, what is a good yeah. fundraising idea? Mm-hmm. And you'd look them up, and most of them are just not very effective. <laughs> yeah. um, or if you, like, do them without any experience prior to that, you could easily fail, like I yeah. did with the hats, you know. So why don't we kind of just go through a couple of ideas? I feel like that would be helpful. Yeah. Did you guys ever do the sponsorship letters? No. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> but so it was like it was very like pushed to do it wait just letters like telling people what you're doing like write letters um that you can send out to businesses families i did I thought it was a great idea and never did it i did write some of those how'd that go so i actually didn't send it very many um and i got probably like a 30 percent return hmm. on those which is not bad so my friend avery sent out like hundreds and she got, I think, something crazy like seven thousand dollars. No from way! In like a month. I think wow. Jesse was for, like. The yeah, same I think Jesse did that. the same. Yeah, and it was. I mean, apparently, the people have said they've done it. It has been extremely effective, and not only is it like getting people to like support you and it's like helping you out, but it helps inform other people that you care about yeah. or care about you of what you're doing. Because yeah. I find myself, I found myself like posting something on Instagram and then like a distant relative's like, oh my gosh, like what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. I'm sorry to not tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, we well, should go through a few things, like key things that brought in good amounts for so each of us. Letters. Letters. T shirts. If you do them. T shirts rock if you promote them well. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get them out quick and people see the first batch and then you can send out a second one you don't want to draw out like the t-shirt bracelet idea try to get it really quick um, because people forget or like won't think you're doing it anymore and if you are trying to sell t-shirts like say like will when you just signed up right before training camp that probably won't go fluently for you because you're focused on training camp focused on leaving and then you're gone right and you're not going to leave that responsibility to your parents to like distribute the shirts to people also if you're selling t-shirts bracelets or hats or something um a super non-effective method which seems like it would be super effective is just going out into a really populated area and asking people um i found (laughs) that it takes a couple minutes between each interaction and like 95 percent of them are unsuccessful and so you'll spend like four hours and make like forty dollars and that is just not worth it (laughs) That's like just like, get a job at yeah. that point. <laughs> Honestly, so yeah, don't go do that. Promote it on Instagram. Uh, let people know at school if you're in school. Um, go to your church. I didn't do that, but that's a great idea. Do that as soon as possible. Um, just get on the promoting side of things. And yeah. Do that. I think Drew, you had a spaghetti eating contest, or <laughs> <laughs> bro, no, <laughs> it was a baked potato bar. Oh, um, my grandma. <laughs> so my home church that I grew up at. Um, <laughs> My grandma is, like, amazing, great woman of God, and she was, like, really behind me pushing with fundraising. Um, She is, like, awesome and has her ladies' ministry group that she, like, heads, and she sent out 
like all these flyers, put it in the newspaper, put it on the local like news that I was having a baked potato bar. Wow. And wow. it was amazing. And if you guys have a great grandma like that, like <laughs> use it. But um, it brought in $2,000. Wow. Wait, what? Yeah, wow. like 2000 bucks. And just the other week, we had a uh, – um, I wasn't there. I'm on, like, on the field right now. But she had a chicken noodle dinner, and it brought in $1,000. Jeez. Like, my grandma wow. is just amazing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Food's the answer to But food, people love it. And, like, if they're interested in food, they'll go and eat it. And it's like a free will offering. So people are like, okay, free food. Let's give generously. And they're, like, really behind it, and it's sick. Yeah. Oh, another simple food idea that I am positive makes money. In the right scenario, milkshakes. Um, Explain. In the right time of year, um, milkshakes are not only super cheap, but super easy to store in, like, a cooler with ice. You get some ice cream, mm. some ice. Maybe some milk or something, but those things are so cheap and people you do buy it? them like crazy. I've done it before, but not for the race. And it's it crazy. could be a great idea. It's and you can get like a vintage milkshake maker that makes like six at a time. Mm, six. For, it's really nice. Um. Anyway, just fantasizing about a milkshake <laughs> yeah. company. At this point. I also <laughs> had I had a really good friend who had long, curly like ginger hair. She sold her hair. It's not a she. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, his name's Matt, good friend. Um, and I asked him jokingly one day, like, how much would I have to, like, pay you to cut your hair, like, shave it completely? And he goes, dude, I'll do it for your fundraising. And we literally raised, like, $1,500 to cut his hair and got a free haircut from Sports Clips in West Lafayette. So shout out, Sports Clips. <laughs> so if you have a friend with really long hair, use them. Wow. Use them for money. Yeah, I've got long hair, but I'm keeping this. Yeah. Gotta keep this yeah, really what other idea? What did you do, Luke? Anything big? Uh, I kind of wanted to like see everyone's like what their worst and what their best was. I know Mason said his worst and his best. So my worst was probably the adopt a box. Mm. I had maybe one person adopt a box. <laughs> Which one was yeah. it? Five it's bucks? It's the hundred bucks. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah, come on. That's yeah. all that matters. The only one, though. That's all that matters. I was probably one of my worst ones. That's my right. best would probably be just, like, reaching out to people mm-hmm. and, like, asking. That's good. Through what? Like, phone or email? In or person. In person, like, yeah, yeah. posting, in getting person. my mom to, like, post on her Facebook. Oh, yeah. Facebook, mm-hmm. if you don't use it, use it. That's where I got my money. Get the mom. Let me tell you, Instagram, all y'all college friends don't got money. No, uh-uh. those are you little high school <laughs> friends. <laughs> I got a funny crap. story about that, Facebook's actually. where it's at, so... Create your Facebook or whatever. Yeah, I put up on my Instagram story. I was like, "Can I Venmo request like a two dollars or five dollars from y'all?" Yeah, you don't you don't go asking your friends. I got thirty one dollars. So, <laughs> Literally. I mean, I appreciate you guys' help, but future racers don't do that. Yeah. Um, You'll start I'm, losing likes too because no one you. wants to see. Hey man. Wow, you got someone? Yeah. On the topic of, I loved how you talked about your buddy selling his hair. I think. Something really cool um, would be to just kind of check out your closet and see what you have in your room because you're going to be gone for a year anyway. And just kind of cutting down on some of the extra clothes that you have. Um, I know a girl on my team, uh, shout out Olivia. Mm. Uh, She's awesome. She actually sold her car. Mm. No way. Yeah, and there's been multiple stories of that. So, you know, 
either giving away your clothes or just like having your friends come over is like hey like five bucks or ten bucks for this and yeah uh, selling your clothes that's what online. i did dude that reminds me so when my friend avery did the race something we did that was super effective so she went away to training camp and she still had to raise quite a bit of money and so all of her friends our friends i guess got together like in secret and maybe your friends are listening to this and they want to do this for you which would be awesome um but we basically just got a bunch of you know her extra clothes she was planning on getting rid of everybody's always just wanting to have a garage sale for some reason so <laughs> we true. we got like 20 people in on it and we did like face painting and we did like drawings and stuff and played mm. music out in this like nice neighborhood and we didn't even have that much stuff um like when it came down to it and we made like 800 bucks That's in awesome. like four hours dude a lot That's better cool. than your hats yeah and we just gave that to <laughs> her in like a little ziploc bag look like a drug deal dude seriously um yeah. <laughs> and yeah that actually was like so effective i did like three garage sales and made like 1500 bucks that's awesome so those are sweet I haven't shared yet, but basically I got my money. Going back to the Facebook thing, um, I honestly did not use Facebook at all. I think I my fro- profile picture before the race was four years old. I had <laughs> an afro, and I was wearing a black Nike sweatshirt, and I really didn't use it. And then I just started, <laughs> I started coming out of nowhere and using Facebook. And really, that is where I got the bulk of my money, was like my parents, friends, just branching out. And also, one huge thing is talk to your church, like, mm-hmm. really hard mm-hmm. because ch- a church provides missions. Like, that's what they do. You tithe, that money goes into missions. Yeah. So I promise you, your church will give you money. Okay. And that is, whether it's a lot, whether it's a little, They'll help it's you. still money. They'll yeah. help you. And I got, especially my preacher, my pastor, my, my preacher over Come here. On, Bobby. Come, Come on, Bobby. Come preach it to me. He, in the middle of a service, he said, uh, like, if the Lord is working and anybody, just stand up, raise your hand. And he wanted to hear from the congregation. So I stood up and, like, I just shared out of nowhere. And it was super awkward. And my every part of my body was sweating. My face was red. And I was in front of, like, 700 people. It's oh, a big church. It was rough, man. I'm telling you. But... After church, nobody even said anything to me. And as I was about to walk out, some guy came up to me with a $1,000 check. Wow. And said, don't ask any questions. He <laughs> said, and I was like, okay, but like I needed no questions. So then I ended up going to his house. It turns out he was a Shanghai missionary for 14 no years. No way. Him and his wife. Yeah. So it was super cool. But all I did was like step out of my comfort zone and just ask. Ask for money. And like yeah. relational, face-to-face, people saw my heart and my love for it. and. Yeah. Out of nowhere, a thousand dollars, and just saying. Yeah, shout yeah. out to brand new church. Down. You guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Heartland Community Church. You guys. Yeah, are shout awesome. out Campus House and Buck Creek. <laughs> yeah, shout out Church of the Highlands. Dalton First United Methodist Church. What's up? <laughs> Passion City. Church. Passion City, no flex. Come on, Jack. Yeah, Christ Chapel in Fort Worth. To shout out for me. I actually so funny story. <laughs> <laughs> just hold on, hold on. I felt guilty about asking that church, which is like the church I attended. But I like kind of stopped going, not really on purpose, but also not really on accident. <laughs> um, I just slowly stopped going. Uh, I used to go to like the high school ministry, and eventually, like everybody I knew left, you know, mm-hmm. after I graduated. Um, anyway, I felt really weird 
actually about asking them for money because I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to leave and I'm going to come back and be like, I need money. <laughs> and that just felt so weird to me. I didn't, I didn't even know how, how to approach it, but if you're going into fundraising with that mindset, um, I think there's a bigger issue. Um, yeah. Don't be afraid to ask your church. Um, it's going to really, really help you out. Yeah. Um, I'm honest, I'm like there's there's no reason to be like afraid to ask your church that's yeah. literally like what they do mm -hmm. yeah i think we should also hit on what did it look like for you guys like trusting god for the funds like for oh. me praying was huge like i read a book called the circle maker which pretty much talks about circling massive things like impossible things in prayer and it just like gave me such a confidence in God's faithfulness. So what about you guys? I uh, well, when I signed up for the race, um, I was all in, like completely all, all in. And I remember the first time that I saw the, um, the fundraising amount, I like withheld it from my parents a couple of days. And I was just like, I was just like, if I see this, they're gonna be like, no, you're not gonna be able to do it because you're gonna make us pay for it. But that wasn't the case at all. Um, I doubted God, I told them, I told him, if you want me to do this, then provide the money. Um, and obviously, I'm going to put in the work and stuff like that. I wrote many, many letters. Um, but yeah, every deadline that approached, 5,000, 10,000, I was hitting it easily. And I was one of the last people to join. And it was just, it was unreal. And um, I wasn't going to touch on this till, till the end. But like, once you get on the field, once you let people know like what you're doing and they see what you're doing, they're going to donate. They will 100% donate. I've been getting donations from just anonymous people yeah and they've been huge it's been incredible i'm almost fully funded and it's it's god y'all it's it's god yeah for sure. i'm really glad you brought up the fundraising on the field part because mm -hmm. that's exciting to let people know what you're doing and then they get to actively see kind of like what you talked about mason like boots on the ground like what we're actually doing yeah it's kind of hard too like when you're like going before churches and meeting with people they're like so what are you gonna do and you're like we have no idea. That's no, no. big. That's big. Everyone does such different ministries while you're on the like field, so you can't really pinpoint. We right. didn't know what we were doing our first month of ministry until we were there. Mm -hmm. Right, and even if they do tell you, it can be like subject to change. Yeah, really quickly. And, and sometimes you don't even know where you're gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you might not even go to that country. Yeah, that's very different. And just yeah. being open with them and being honest, I think that's huge too. Yeah, quick thing, uh, just wanted to address this so there are a couple of deadlines um, if you don't know anything about this there's that initial deposit of like 150 bucks um, to secure your spot yeah just mm -hmm. to secure your spot um, if you sign up really early you get a discount I don't know if it's like a set percentage or something but you get a discount they'll tell you if you sign up early enough that there's gonna be like a webinar or something yeah and which is really you. helpful yeah like that. sitting in on that webinar I think Bill Swan did it this year or something I just saw something yeah, posted. Really Bill Swan, if you want to shout us out. After that, you have to meet a deadline before tr about at training camp. You have to do it before training camp. That's going to be probably somewhere around five thousand dollars. Is five thousand for gap year? Was it for you? Uh, yeah, five thousand training camp, ten thousand to leave. Yeah, so there's training camp, and we talked about there's like a two month ish period between training camp and launch. And then you have to get from five thousand to ten thousand. Yeah. And then from there on, 
if you only have 10,000, just enough to launch, or even if you have more than that, whatever, you have the remaining amount of the race, or like four months, three, four months to get the remaining amount. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for us, it's January. We launched in September, and our fundraising deadline for the total amount is January 15th. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess, yeah, fundraising on the race, like while you're actually on it, is a lot more difficult. So take advantage of what you can while you're at home. But we can go, kind of go back to what we were talking about a second ago. Yeah, just kind of as like my final like uh, closing note, I really appreciate you all having me on tonight, um, is that we see throughout Scripture of followers of Jesus that Jesus tells us to go and that, um, that the end will not come until every single nation is reached. He tells us that in Luke 24, Matthew 24. I read that tonight. That was that's fresh on my mind. On. So that to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And just like in the book of Hebrews, how the Hall of Fame of Faith talks about that Abraham's faith was accredited to him as righteousness and that we know that f that faith is, is activating its, its, its action and that when we have faith, we have to take steps of faith. Like God told Abraham to leave. And so Abraham activated his faith by going. And so that is the same thing that we're doing. We're stepping out in faith and we're saying, God, I believe that you've called me to do this. You have called me as your follow as your follower. And that I'm just going to step out in faith and see that you're going to provi provide the, the funds for me to be here because you tell me in your word to go and make disciples. And so yeah. that's what we're doing. Yeah. Great commission. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I would also, this will be my last thing, I would also like to say, which I don't know if the race wants like us to say this or not, I think it should be fine, <laughs> but uh, the race is filled with grace in the sense that if you do not have $5,000 by training camp, I experienced this firsthand, I was really short, like right before it, and they said, if you can raise 3000 3000 by training camp then you know we'll give you grace but you have to have the 10 here and even if when you get to launch if you don't have the 10 i think there's a little bit of grace i don't think it's like a lot but yeah. they it's the grace it, yeah if yeah. you don't have like it right away there's a good chance they'll give you grace but that's also not to say that they might not yeah. But I would also take that into something to consider. I almost quit because I was like fifteen hundred, mm. like a few days before the race. I ended up getting like a lot for for training camp. Yeah, like but if you're if you sign up like on the last day, the deadline, like don't worry. But if you're someone who signs up like September, Freaking don't out. wait. <laughs> like yeah. hit the ground running yeah. because Literally. I did not hit the ground running. No, honestly, as soon as you get accepted, fundraise. Yeah, yeah. there's. There should be no, like, all right, when do I start? I did that for about a month, and I completely wasted <coughs> the month. <laughs> like, if I had an extra month to fundraise at home, I feel like I'd be fully funded. <laughs> so, like, yeah, really, really get on that. Like, yeah. you can utilize that time so much, so well, and most people just don't because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Something, like, oh, you well, no, Will, that you... That was my final point. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Something um, really cool that we've seen just within our squad is, like, when people are, like, short for deadlines, yeah. like, girls on our squad just post on Instagram. And, like, people provide Someone's that don't even it. know yeah. who yeah. these people it's are. It's nuts. It's, it's crazy. It's actually nuts. Like, like, girl. Oh, yeah, going oh. to, Christine, going to training camp. 
She yeah. needed to raise like three three thousand two thousand bucks on the the day of training camp. We were all like driving and flying, just following Instagram post after Instagram story, like everything. And we get there, and she was like funded to her deadline, and it was yeah. insane. Yeah, on her drive to training camp is when she got the funds. Like just to random be able strangers. To be there. That's yeah, awesome. it's, it was crazy. Yeah. So God will provide if you trust in Him, and even if you like lack trust sometimes in faithfulness, like yes. He'll He'll provide for His plan. He wants to reveal Himself to you. Yeah. So thank you guys so much oh, for tuning in. This was a blast. Thank you, Lyle, for joining us. Happy to be here. Oh, Thanks for having us. Lyle, please listen you. when you go Listeners home. Will, spread man. the love. Spread the news. Keeping up with y'all. All right. If you have any listening. questions, hit us up on Instagram. We can answer any of your questions you want on fundraising or anything. Oh, another thing. We, I mean, I'm sure that you know about this podcast probably through this. Yeah. Um, but we have an Instagram page. Come on, now. shout out to What's the World up? Race for following they us. Followed us. Oh yeah, that is pretty sweet. Um, so special. yeah, it's just it's called On the Race Podcast. Um, we have one a- post right now on uh, <laughs> picture of me with a jacket. On. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just follow along on there. Um, shoot us a message. Um, yeah, if you want to give us suggestions, that type of thing, that's the perfect place to do it. Yeah. So and thank we'll- you guys so much. Um, just for following along tonight, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.